Hey, hey, a brand new episode of the Happy Productive Podcast is about to begin. It's time to be inspired by simple and actionable solutions for you and your business. If you're an established entrepreneur or just laying down the first brick of your future empire, the mantra is the same. We will flip any failure into a positive and use it to our advantage. This show is all about turning coal into diamonds with the right plan and mindset anything is possible. I'm Jennifer Dawn, your host, business coach, and founder of Best Planner Ever. And I'm here to help you achieve all your ambitious goals. Success is closer than you think. Let's do this. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the show today. You better sit down and buckle up because I know this is going to be such a fun episode. My guest today is Julie Allison. And Julie, welcome, welcome, welcome to the show. Thank you, Jennifer. I'm so excited to be here. I know, I know you are. And I just absolutely love Julie so much, you guys. I recently met Julie. Actually, I didn't know her. And she came to our last Unbreakable Retreat in Vermont and was quickly, like immediately my new best friend. (laughs) I just loved her so, so much. And so I know you guys are going to love her too. And so Julie, would you mind just taking a quick minute and just tell everybody a little bit about you and what you do? Absolutely. So I'm like Jennifer said, I'm Julie Allison. And I am the CEO and founder of Catalyst Life Coaching, which I'll tell you a little bit about my rebranding and what that's going to look like. But that's what my business is currently called. I have owned my business for a year and a half-ish. I know we'll talk about this as well, but I've made a huge transition over the past month or so and left my corporate job. So previously, I was a... Well, I am a registered nurse. And, you know, did all the things registered nurses do. Then went into hospital administration for many years, like 13 years, and then went to work at an electronic medical record company as a nurse executive and did all the things I dreamed of doing in that at that company. I was very blessed, became a director, was an executive, ran a part of the business, had a team, a huge team, absolutely loved it. It was exactly what I wanted to do. Still loved it, but decided that it was time for me to go into my coaching full-time because it was just on my heart to do so. And I had reached my goals in corporate America. So I was very blessed. So um, that's me. And I'm a mom and a wife and a sister and a cousin and, you know, badass. That's it. <laughs> that's, right. that's right. And you guys, before we started recording, Julie said, can I say badass? I'm like, yes, you can absolutely say badass <laughs> yeah. on Happy Productive. In fact, we that's often it. say many worse things than that. But yes, you can absolutely say that. <laughs> yes, good. Oh, And Julie, one of the things I would love for you to speak to today, because I know there are going to be people listening who are either in a corporate job that they hate and thinking about becoming a business owner, or in that transition phase where they're transitioning, you know, from corporate, we do, we do absolutely do some coaching where we talk, we work with people who are trying to make that transition. Right. And even maybe even some entrepreneurs who have already made the transition and maybe they're in their businesses and they're like, "Uh Oh, this is not quite what I thought it would Mm be. And I can say during my, my entrepreneurial journey, there have definitely been times where I was just like, Oh my God, I'm going to go back into corporate. Mm -hmm. And even one of my, my biggest corporate job, that's what had happened. I had sold my software company. I bought a, a, a log home company. It failed. And I really became disillusioned with this idea of being an entrepreneur. And I did, Mm -hmm. I went back into corporate and was there for a few years. And then of course, here I am again, um, back out on my own and going strong because I just was like, okay, corporate really isn't for me. I have to just run my own show. 
But just speak to this transition that you're making. Like, is it terrifying? Is it exciting? Mm -hmm. Is it all of those things? Like, just talk to us a little bit about what you're feeling in this transition. Well, it's totally safe to say that it is all of those things, right? It's scary because, well, let me just rewind a little bit. Like, I think that I'm going to say women my age, I'm just going to, you know, kind of put it out there. I'm 47. Um, I think we, you know, we were raised in a, in such a way, most of us to, you know, get the good grades, go to school, get the job, find the husband, have the kids, do the things. And, and that was what we strove for. That's what I strove for. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. But I, you know, it it comes a point in your life where you're kind of like, okay, so is this what I'm going to do forever? And I was in the position or the mind frame where it was like, like I said, I loved it. And I re- I reached all my goals in, in the corporate America, but I was like, it's now time for me to follow my passion and serve people differently. You know, as a nurse, my whole career, I've always served, but this is just different. So totally scared. But, you know, I, and we talked about this at the retreat, but my, one of my favorite things to say is when you're afraid, you got to feed fear a suck it sandwich and just be like, I see you fear. I see you and I know you, but no, you're not, you're not coming on this journey with me. You can come just to keep me safe, but you're not going to stop me. So, and so I had to acknowledge that. And really the biggest piece for me is financially, like, like spiritually passion, you know, health, emotions, all the things, this is the right thing for me to do. So now I just have to figure out a way to, to monetize it very well. Um, but the passion's there, the hard work's there, my work ethic hasn't changed. And I know that if I do this from my heart and I serve and I help people's lives to be better and they go on to do great things, there's this amazing ripple effect and the money will come as a byproduct of that genuine service. So that's kind of been my transition. Now, logistically and like rubber hitting the road, I still like last night, Sunday night, I still get the little bit of like, Oh God, tomorrow's Monday. And then I realize, Oh God, tomorrow's Monday. <laughs> you know, it's just, it's a very different frame of mind. So I find myself having those reactions, you know, that I always had with the pressure of the corporate job. And then I'm like, no, wait, hold on a second. You get to decide. You get to decide if you're going to go, you know, do some social media marketing for two hours, if you're going to read a, a professional development book, if you're going to, you know, reach out to some of your previous clients, it, like it just, it's very liberating, but it, it's been something I've had to do intentionally because it's that habit of like, you know. Yeah. Oh, I love this so much. Feed the fear a suck it sandwich. It's just Absolutely. so, so good, right? <laughs> this is one of my mantras. So every day I try to repeat, I am loving, I'm grateful, I'm humble, and I'm unstoppable. And that's like my daily mantra. And so when you say, you know, hey, fear, I'm going to feed you a suck it sandwich and you can come <laughs> along with me. You can try to keep me safe, you know, okay, fine but you're not going to stop me. And as soon as you said that, I was like, that's right. I am unstoppable. (laughs) Exactly. Absolutely. Right. And isn't it interesting because I read somewhere that more heart attacks happen on Monday because people are like, you know, they get the weekend off. Now they've got to go back to that day job. And I'm not surprised at all that that is the case. But even as an entrepreneur, right, as the business starts to grow, um, you can kind of start getting into that. Oh my gosh, like, you know what? It's Monday. It's so funny. I was actually just talking to Alicia this morning. Alicia runs our agency and Julie met Alicia at the retreat. Yes, and so we fantastic. were just talking. 
Isn't she fantastic? We were talking about our client review meeting, which happens on Mondays. And I called her this morning and I'm like, you know what? Like this meeting happening on a Monday, we need to move it to Tuesday. Mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. It, it's starting to create that sense of, oh my God, I have to be pressured. I have to be rushed. It's not really the way we want to work. And yeah. of course it's Alicia. And I sent her a voice text and I'm like, it's totally your call because you run the agency. But what do you think about yeah. moving this meeting to Tuesday? Of course she messages right back. She's like, I freaking, she didn't say freaking, but I freaking <laughs> love it. <laughs> well, and I don't know where I heard this, but well, I do know it was my previous VP that told me this, but there's research that shows that like Tuesday morning around 10 a.m. is like the best time, the most, it's like the sweet spot of the week. So maybe move it to there. <laughs> I love it. And it does feel like a sweet spot because I noticed that it takes time to sort of ease into the weekend. And about mm-hmm. when I'm kind of like really, really relaxed, it's like time to go back to work on Monday. And I'm just like, you know what? On Monday morning, I'm not getting up at 5 a.m. like I normally do. I'm going to like ease into that Monday yeah. and to not have so many things scheduled. But it goes to what you were saying of like, wait a second, I get to decide today. Mm-hmm. I get to decide mm-hmm. what I'm going to do today. Yep. And and it's the same thing, whether you're just starting or whether you have a business like you do, you get to decide mm-hmm. what are you going to do on Monday? What are you going to reschedule right. or say no to or say yes to? And that's so empowering. It is. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So t- talk to me a little bit about coaching. Why coaching? Sure. Why do you, Why did you feel called to coach? So there's a couple things. One is I've always been kind of the the either official or unofficial mentor of so many people in my life, whether it was family, friends, whether it was um, the nurses that reported to me or my peers in in the corporate world. And I I just loved being able to help people to grow solve their own problems. You know, I, I wasn't an advice giver. Let me be clear. Cause there's a difference between like, Hey, Julie, can you help me? You know, can you tell me what to do versus, Hey, and cause my thing is I'm going to help you make the decision. It's inside you. You, you have it in there. I'm going to help you talk it out. I'm going to help you think it out. I'm going to help you come to the realizations yourself. I am not going to tell you what to do. Like, that's the important thing. I think that we need to remember about coaching is this is not about tell me what to do. This is, we're going to, you're going to dig, you're going to think, you're going to, what, what are my goals? What's important to me? You know, what are my core values? What am I actually afraid of? Why am I not doing this when I said I wanted to? Like, it's a, it's like a facilitation. And so I've always done that, you know, again, getting to the point where I was like, okay, I've, I've done like all the things I've wanted to do in the, in the corporate world. And my heart is pulling me towards doing this other thing full time. I just knew, you know, that it was the right thing to do. So from a, for going back to your question about coaching, the reason why it's right is because there's a, pl- a time and a place for counseling and therapy. Absolutely. I've gone to counseling. My, you know, I encourage people to go to counseling, especially if you have trauma and other things like that is important. That is a very different thing from coaching. So perfect. You have, that's one option. Then there's other times in your life where you need a friend that you can call and bitch and moan and just like vent and be aggravated and have them tell you, you know what, girl, you're right. You're right. You're right. Okay. Fantastic. And then there's the time and place in your life where you want somebody to hold space for you. You want somebody to be there for you 100% to help you figure out the things, to hold you accountable in a way that you ask them to hold you accountable, to really um, push you and encourage you to get uncomfortable 
in a safe space, right? And that's, I, that's one of the things that like, I have the goosebumps when I think about it. Getting uncomfortable in a safe space is powerful. You know, like being able to say, you know what, I've never said this to anybody, but I really want to, like maybe somebody says, I really want to start my own business, but I don't even know where to start, but I know that this is something I want to do. Or um, like us, okay? We, and people that know you know that you've done this, but on the Unbreakable, we did a Spartan race, right? Like I, I've always wanted to do a Spartan race, but I was always afraid to do it. And being around a group of phenomenal coaches, even though you weren't specifically coaching me at that time, I, I felt it, I was very uncomfortable, but I felt like I was in a safe space to go and do this thing that I was so afraid to do. And that's, that's where coaching is. That's what coaching is to me. It's a very different experience. If you want to get to the next level, do the different thing, believe more in yourself, be more empowered, be able to take better care of your family, make more money, do all the things. Coaching is where it's at, in my opinion. And, and in my experience, not just my opinion, in my experience, because you'd be a hypocrite to be a life coach and not ever have had a life coach. And, you know, I, of course, have, and it's life-changing. It really is. And you said something so powerful. You said many powerful things, but one of the things I really want to draw attention to for anybody who's listening to this is that when you have a coach and if you're hiring a coach or you're working with a coach and you're saying, hey, coach, just tell me what to do. Just tell me what to do. Because it's really, really easy to just be like, I don't want to deal with this. Just tell me what to do. Right. But as a, as a coach, the second that we just tell a client what to do, what happens is we actually disempower them. And the coach is right. The coach now has the power and the client has to come to the coach and say, Hey, I want to do this. What do you think about it? And it's really all the power now lies with the coach. And I don't yes. know about you, Julie, but I've had some coaches where they did actually disempower me and I didn't realize it. I didn't realize it because I was mm-hmm. going to them saying, hey, just tell me what to do. Help me through this. Not that that's a bad thing because we we, we hire a coach, right? We need help through something. And right. so, but be very careful and very aware of that coaching relationship and that coaching space because you might be mad that the coach doesn't just tell you what to do, but really a coach that doesn't just tell you what to do is actually empowering you. They should be a fee, you know, they should provide feedback. They should be a sounding board. They should ask you a lot mm-hmm. of really, really great questions. But at the end yes. of the day, it's your choice, what you want to do going forward. And if you find yourself in a coaching relationship where you start feeling like, oh my God, I can't do that without running it by my coach first, or my coach is going to yeah. get mad at me or any of that kind of crap, right? like Wrong. you're not in a good coaching space, okay? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Red flag, you're not in a good coaching space, right? <laughs> yes. Well, and you know, I've had clients that have said to me, you know, I don't, I don't know what to do. And I, and so I'll, I'll give them a minute, like, okay, I don't, okay. So I'll say to them, so if you did know, what you were supposed to do, what would that be? You know, it's, it gives them, it's less of a commitment. It's like, well, yeah, I, you know, I mean, I could blah, blah, blah. And it's like, say that again. What was that? that? You know, so, and so there's, there's ways in which we can, and it, you know, it just, you do know, you just are afraid to say it right now. So I'll give you, I'll give you a different way of looking at it. Yeah. Oh, I love that you said that though, because really at the end of the day, a good coach, and I love how you said, will hold space for you to get uncomfortable, but it will be a safe space where you can be uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. And that truly is what a good coach does. And they're not going to shame you in that space. You still get to be you in that space, but it's such an incredibly healing, empowering, motivating, inspiring 
space, um, I think for the coach and for right. the client, when yeah. you get to be in relationship together and you're, you're both there with the right intention and you're both helping each other really. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. It is. It's powerful is the bottom line. It really is. And the breakthroughs that when clients have breakthroughs and, and it's not even, I, I never account for a breakthrough. It's the client says to me, Whoa, what, like, Whoa, where do we, we just went there. And I, I'm, that was, you're right. Like, yes. Wow. I never realized that about, and it's so cool because, and they're like, that was just incredible. And it was all them, you know, just us facilitating them being able to speak and think and reflect, which we don't always do. So, yeah. Yeah. Your clients who get the best results, would you, do you see anything similar that they do? The clients who get the very, very best results? Uh, the clients that get the best results are, they're very committed. Like they're ready for this journey, you know? And that's why, you know, it's important. Most coaches do this is have a discovery session and have like um, ahead of that discovery session, like an intake questionnaire, because you can tell if someone's ready and committed. And the last thing you want to do is work with someone that it just isn't there yet because it's not good for them. They're wasting money is the bottom line, right? And so you can kind of tell that on the discovery session. And I'll ask the question, like, how committed are you to making these changes? How committed are you? What, what would life look like if you didn't do these things? You know, and, and those are the kinds of questions to understand. And I've, I've said to clients before, I'm not sure that you're ready for this. You know, and they're like, oh, yeah, you know what? I don't think I am. And I'm like, and I don't feel comfortable. Said, I don't want to set you up for failure. And I also don't want you to waste money. So why don't you do, here's some things I would suggest, some resources. And then why don't we talk again in a month and see how you're feeling then? You know, and so that's it. It's like, I'm not here to put, a, put, you know, put it down your throat or bring you on a journey you're not ready for because that's that could be more destructive than helpful. Yeah, agree completely. But it, it this is what I see too in our coaching practice is that the clients, and I've always kind of joked a little bit to say like clients who come to us and they're a little beat up. They're just kind of like, I've had the crap kicked out of me. Yeah. Like I'm in a place right now. And it's not that I want bad things to happen. I don't. But sure. there is something about like getting into that mental space where you're just like, okay, I'm ready to listen. I'm I've I've been beat up a little bit. I'm really tired. I I know I need to change, but I'm just I'm in a space right now where I'm really ready to listen. I'm really ready to make those changes. And it's that space really that you want to go into the coaching relationship with because right. honestly, a lot of coaches can get you results. You know, you learn all the coaching tricks and tools of the trade. Sure. And a lot of coaches, right, can can ask the same questions or hold you accountable but it's really you, like you have to yes. be ready, right? You have to be in that mindset of like, I'm going to set my intention to heal. I'm going to set my intention to get the results. I'm going to set my intention to like, I am really ready to do this. And when you do that and you show up in the coaching space, now look out. Right. Absolutely. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Love it. All right, my <laughs> dear, talk to me just a little bit about, so when you are coaching, is there anything that stands out for you in particular that you see like for our listeners that might really help them to understand like um, how to get the most from a coach when they when they are ready and now they're like, okay, I'm ready. I've interviewed some coaches. I found somebody I have a really good rapport with. I want to work. Is there anything else that you would like, like them to know before they sure. enter into a coaching relationship? What's important to, to understand is, first of all, be ready to show up for yourself. 
you know, be prepared to show up for yourself. Keep your appointment, even if you don't feel like it. <laughs> and not for any other reason, but that that's, that's what's going to keep you having the momentum, right? If you're like, well, I'm an, I'll, I met this week and then, well, maybe I'm going to take a couple weeks off because it, no, be, be um, consistent. Consistency is key in like everything in life, but because then you build that momentum and you don't, it doesn't fizzle out and then you have to restart all, all the greatness again. Be honest, be open, be willing to be uncomfortable. Ask the, ask the tough questions of your coach. Like me, your coach has a lot of experience, has worked with a lot of people. You're not necessarily giving them advice, but you could say, well, in my experience, what I saw this person do, you know, like also get the, be- the most out of your, your, um, your coach. Also, when you're hiring a coach, ensure that they are going to be able to not just coach you, but also that they have some awesome resources that they can guide you towards, provide you, and be ready for change. And that's that's sometimes tough. But change is like so cliche, but change is the only constant. But be ready for change. That's what you're going in the, into this for, whether it's um, physical, health, emotional, relationship, financial, career, whatever. That's what you're going into it for. So be prepared for it so that you're, you know, not going to sabotage the whole situation. Um, so that's what I would say is be ready, be open. Like it's the best thing. And you could, your life could change and will. Well, if you, if yeah, you put your it, life will you change. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Your life will change. I would love to ask you, my dear. So for those of you who have never been on one of our unbreakable retreats, what we do is we rent a house, we go out in the middle of nowhere somewhere, usually a small group of women or men, and we pair three days of business coaching. And then on the fourth day, we do a physical challenge. And so the last couple of retreats, we've been doing Spartan races, which are so super fun. Past, I've done zip lining, I've done horseback riding, just things that are like a physical challenge to get you out of your comfort zone. And so I would love to hear, so Julie, this was your first unbreakable retreat that you did with us. And so you had an amazing experience. And so I would just love to hear like, how did, as a coach, even as a coach, like putting you yourself into a situation that was uncomfortable, have you seen anything from that that's been life-changing or what did you take away from that experience? Oh my goodness. So many things. First of all, like basic, basic thing, tons of knowledge, like learned so much over those three days. Also, you know, so I went there knowing one person who was my coach, who I had never met in person. Mm -hmm. That was amazing. But to be around this group of unbelievably incredible, smart, badass women. I mean, I left there with even I was my cup was overflowing with all the things. And that was incredible. And then add on to it doing a Spartan race, which you know, PS, everybody forgot to say it was the hardest one ever in the whole entire world because it's the original, but that's okay. Um, but, but, but doing that and it was three hours, it took me three hours and two minutes and I probably did half of the obstacles, but I'd never done any obstacle ever in my life before. It, it just gave me this feeling of, um, I walked away just being like, you know what? I could really, I, I've always thought I could do a lot, but I can actually do anything. Like I can climb a flipping mountain for 55 minutes, I can definitely like what it's funny. So let me just give you a practical application. This is so silly, but the week after that, my, we were having a birthday party at my sister's house and I, so we had to move tables is the bottom line. And they were in the car. And normally I'd be like, yeah, somebody will get the tables. I'm like, I got this. They're like, no, no, we'll help you. I'm like, 
dude, I did a Spartan race. I got the tables. <laughs> so it really did go into different areas of my life. Like, okay, I've got to take in all these groceries. Well, I'm going to get all the groceries, all of them, because I carried a sandbag. That's right. <laughs> so it really, it just impacts everything. But yeah, just the, the overflowing cup, the, the, you know, empowering feeling of, of finishing that physical challenge. It was just incredible. And then to be able to then off the end of that, really dive into my business full time. It, it was like divine intervention with, from a timing perspective too. So yeah, it's again, life-changing. Oh, I love that so much. And you know, I have experienced that myself and I didn't even realize it, but that's really where the idea for these unbreakable retreats came from was because last year I'd set out to do a Spartan race with my sister and then I was going to do three for the year. That was my commitment. I ended up doing 12 and along the course of the years, I did 12 races. My business revenues almost tripled. We were at 2.75 times. We, we tripled. And it wasn't that I was necessarily like, oh, this is the year I'm going to triple my business revenues. It just happened. And it just happened. And really what was happening is that I was changing. And the way yes. that I was changing was because of I was out on those Spartan courses. And you're so right that when you're out there, you're climbing a mountain and you're like, oh my God, I'm going to die. And am I ever going to like, what was I thinking? Why am I out here? And you're, and all I the did, mind I, I junk. Thought, uh-huh, uh-huh. I yeah. thought that many times. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. All the mind stuff is just like, you can't do it. You can't do it. You can't do it. And here's all the reasons why you can't do it. And then you do it. And you're like, wait a second, maybe all this crap of my head, I shouldn't actually be listening to because, um, hey, fear, go, go eat the suck it sandwich, right? Go eat the suck it sandwich. Because guess what? I actually can do it. And it's okay if we can't do everything, but we get out there and we learn how much more we actually can yeah. do that it's just all the mind clutter is telling us that we can't. And so that's one of the reasons why I paired Spartan with business coaching. It's like, hey, come learn a bunch of stuff and now let's go test ourselves physically so that you can actually see you can do way more than you think. And Absolutely. now here's all this, here's all this great business information mm-hmm. because boy, when you got to come back and you got to be like, Oh, I'm going to work on my social media today. And you're like, yeah, climb a mountain, the death March, um, or work <laughs> on my social media. I'll take my social media every exactly. single time, no matter how Absolutely. much I don't like social media. I'm like, yeah. well, it's better than the death march. It's better than yeah. crawling under barbed wire. It's better than the dunk wall. <laughs> so <laughs> I will do all of that. No problem. No, not, mm-hmm. a, not an issue. <laughs> yeah. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And it really helped to change perspective, even of like, you know, there's the whole thing of what I'd rather do, be doing this craziness or do social media, but it also, again, gives you that different perspective of, I I didn't think I could do that, but I did that. So like, I may not love social media, but maybe it's because I'm just a little bit afraid to put myself out there. Well, I'm not afraid to put myself out there. If if you don't like my messaging, if I'm not your, if I'm not your jam and whatever, unfollow me. But I know that there's a lot of people out there that my message resonates with and my personality clicks with, and I'm here to show up for those people every day. So, and, and that's one of the things I learned at, with that weekend was like, you, you don't have to be everybody's cup of tea. You don't. And, but, but you know what, put your heart in the right place and serve the people that are, that want need to be served and want to be served by you. And then you can't, you just can't go wrong. So that kind of, that flipped the narrative for me significantly. Yeah, that's such a great narrative. Because at the end of the day, we really, we might in our hearts want to help everybody, 
But as soon as in our businesses, we try to help everybody, now we're just stretched way too thin. And what's going to happen is we're going to do, we're going to do a mediocre job of helping, you know, a lot of people. Instead, I'd rather do like a kick ass job Mm -hmm. at helping, you know, fewer people, but, you know, a segmented piece of those people, like, you know, let me do a really, really great job helping fewer people. So then it's a win for me as the coach, because I'm not so spread out and spread thin. And it's a win for the clients too, because they're going to get my very, very best. Right, right. And and there's there's that resonating component too. You know that it's like, oh yeah, okay, I yes, I you're 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 my people. Like a client thinking about of me. Yeah, you're my people, Julie. Like yes, I want to come work with you. You know so. Absolutely. Okay. So Julie, who are your people? Because let me tell you guys, I would hire Julie to coach me in a heartbeat. <laughs> she is a, she is the real deal. There are so many coaches out there that they go and they take a class and guys, I'm not disregarding. Okay. You took a class and you get a, a certificate for the wall. You're like, okay, I'm going to be a coach now. But like when you have coaches that have like real world practical experience, like they've been out there, they've done it, they've made the mistake. They've gone down the wrong roads. Like that to me is just gold. And Julie, absolutely, honey, you are the real, real <laughs> deal. So uh, tell you. us, tell her, because I know there's probably somebody listening here who's like, man, she sounds awesome. And she really and truly <laughs> is. Who, who is your ideal client? Who, who do you coach? So I coach in a nutshell, and I'll expand, but driven women who want to claim their inner badass. So what does that look like? Well, quite frankly, it's me five to eight years ago, right? Driven woman, doing all the things, corporate, you know, husband, two homes, all, all great things. But I was evolved at that point. I wasn't there yet, right? I was evolving to all those things, but I was driven and I wanted to do, I wanted to do it. So I went on a journey of um, really evaluating where I was at in my life and identifying what are my limiting beliefs and what's really important to me at this point in my life, because that changes. And, and so my, my ideal client is someone who's looking for that journey. Who's like, I, there's something either I know what I want to do differently or change or acquire or whatever. And, but I don't know exactly know how to get there or I'm feeling this. And I, I don't, I need to figure out a word for it. Cause it's not turmoil. Cause that's negative, but it's, it's like a burning desire of like, mm-hmm. there's something else. And not that like, there are some people like my life was fantastic, but I had this burning desire for more of something. And it turned out it was service to my clients. But, but I, I help those women on that journey, really figuring out what is it that they want to do next? What is, what is their vision? What are their goals? And I help them to get there. And then the other thing that I also layer on to all of my coaching is the law of attraction and manifestation, because that has, that has been like an unbelievable learning for me is, you know, just all the concepts and how to leverage and how that really works as a catalyst to your success, because you can do, and you have to do the work, you have to take intentional action. But if you also layer on top of that, really the visioning exercises and the, you know, the um, feeling the way you would feel when you reach that goal, that just helps to make it exponentially more robust and faster. And so I, I put those together. So that's my ideal client, someone who's ready, ready to go, wants to claim their inner badass, wants to make those changes. And um, yeah, and wants a hell of a ride getting there. <laughs> 
Oh, I love it. I love it because you are a badass. And, you know, it's so I, I just so enjoyed the time that we spent together. And I was so excited for our show today because I'm like, Oh, yeah, I get to see Julie and I get to talk to Julie because she's just so fabulous and so wonderful. And, you know, you're the kind of person that when if you're struggling and this is, this is, you really embody what a coach should be because like, if you're struggling, you've got that inner drive, you might be feeling frustration. You might be feeling disappointment. You might even be feeling a little sadness of like, wait a second, my life isn't what I really want it to be. But at the end of the day, you're willing to show up. You're willing to do the work to Mm -hmm. make it different, right. To make the change. Like you're the kind of coach that you want to, I would want to surround myself with and be like, I want somebody who will love me enough not to let me off the hook. Right. You know, who's going to love me enough to create a safe space where I can be uncomfortable and I can say, Hey, maybe this direction I was going in, you know, where I'm, cause I'm like you, I'm getting ready to turn. Oh my God, the big five Oh in December, I'm going to be 50. I'm like, (laughs) what, what happened? But as you get older, you kind of start to be like, wait, what, wait, 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 uh, I got to go have the career. I got to earn the money. I got to have the kids. I got to, you know, do all of these different things. And they're all wonderful. Wonderful, But there is a point there where I, I, I'm definitely sensing it of just like, you know what? It's not that I don't want to help. I do. I want to help on a massive scale, but I also can't sacrifice my own life and my own sanity. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I need to still, I need, need to be quiet and there needs to be time for me. And I need to like slow that pace down. And if you're in there and you're just like, okay, I know I want to do all these things, but I'm not quite sure how, right. and I need somebody who will like love you enough to hold you accountable through this, then Julie's your gal. (laughs) Yes. Get it done. (laughs) Yes, let's get it done. Awesome. I think my favorite uh, truth bomb from today is feed the fear a suck it sandwich. I'm like, that's right, fear. Suck it. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Yes, I love that one. Yep. Because the thing is, like I said, you know, we need fear to keep us safe, but we also need to acknowledge it that it can't, it's it's not going to stop us though. Yep, exactly. Love it. All right, Miss Julie, tell everybody as we wrap it up, uh, tell everybody where they can find you. Yes, you can find me at juliealison.com. So it's juliealison.com. Um, that's where my website is. I'm on um, Instagram, Facebook, all the things as Julie Allison. I, yeah, I'd love to connect. And if anyone's interested, of course, in talking with me, I talk about that, the free discovery session. If you're ready to claim your inner badass, that the link to that's right on my website. Yeah, you can chat. But follow me on social too, because I, I, my goal when I, before I post anything anywhere is how can I help? So I don't, I try, I, my goal is not to put out any garbage. I mean, you will see me do a selfie every once in a while at the beach because it's my favorite place to be. But, um, but for the most part, my messaging is, I just, I want to help and provide value. So. I love it. Thank you so much. You guys definitely take a moment and look up Julie. If that's like where you're at right now and you're looking to hire a coach, um, she would be a great one to work with. And from today's show, I just have to say, I love, you know, being unstoppable. Like, you know, the fear is going to come up, but we don't have to let it stop us. Also, you know, if you're in a coaching relationship or looking for a coaching relationship, some of the red flags to look for and and, and the good things to actually look for. I hope you mm-hmm. take that away from today's episode and get into a relationship that empowers you. That's what the coaching relationship is yes. supposed to be. 
And if you're in a relationship right now with a coach that you feel disempowered, I know there was one coach I hired years ago and she was very expensive and she would make me cry on every coaching call because she just shamed me all the time. And I thought, oh my God, like, you know, she's so expensive. She's such a great coach. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, oh, well, this must be what it's like when you work with one of these, you know, bigger coaches. I mean, it was horrible. It was really not. Now, the good news is I learned from that and I know never to treat my clients like that. So I always learn from everything. Mm -hmm. But if you're in a coaching relationship and it doesn't feel empowering, I just want you to know, like, that's not what it's supposed to be. You're supposed to look forward to your time with your coach and you should get off a call and you should, you know, feel good, feel empowered. Even if you're dealing with difficult stuff, you never want to be shamed uh, by your coach or feel like, you know, oh, my coach will get mad if I make a choice on my own. So I just want you guys to take that away as well. And that's it, Julie. Any final words you want to leave our audience? Oh, goodness. Just live the best life. Just, you know, gratitude. I think here's what I'd like to leave with. Focus on gratitude and positivity. There's so many things, so many great things come with that. And I don't mean positivity like rose-colored glasses and Pollyanna. I mean, looking at the positive, even in negative situations and being grateful every day for what you have because that in itself just brings more positivity and more wonderful things in your life. So I think that's probably a tangible little nugget that everybody can walk away with. I agree completely. Thank (laughs) you so much for being here with me today, Julie. Thank you, Jennifer. Yeah. Everybody get out there and have a happy, productive day. I hope you found today's episode of the Happy Productive Podcast inspiring. Every successful business is formed by a set of small, consistent, and attainable steps. If you want to learn more, come visit us at jenniferdawncoaching.com to take your next step and learn how to meet your business goals. On our website, you're going to find free resources along with links to the life-changing coaching programs that have transformed the lives of so many of our clients, including the Coaching Academy and our Unbreakable Retreats. Many of them started their journey by listening to this podcast. That's it. Thank you for listening and stay tuned for our next episode. She Leads Podcast Network.